You know what they call a, a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? A royale with cheese? Hello and welcome to this episode of Game On Girl, the podcast where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. This is our second video podcast, so we'll be doing a show and tell of our favorite geek t-shirts. And we'll talk about the television network's season finales, cancellations, and coming soon. So stay tuned, and we're glad you're listening to Game On Girl. All right, let's get started with our favorite geeky t-shirts. Rhonda, what do you got for your favorite geeky t-shirt today? Well, it, it was really hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to pick one, right? There's so many. I had, I went through the drawer and I laid out four. And I finally, I picked this one because I think it, because it was the most personal. I think that's the re- way it comes out. So hope you guys can see that. Hold it up a little higher. There you go. Got Very it? Nice. Yes. Yes, that's I know what my that's from. um, yeah, that's from my Zombies Run app on my phone, uh, the application that um, has a story that allows you to, with uh, has a running program on it, and you actually play the character Runner Five, and I think that's the reason why it's my favorite T-shirt because that's me. <laughs> I am Runner Five. You are Runner and Five. I'm a self player and it is the most personal and the most identifying to me because that t-shirt's about me. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I love that's a good reason to choose it. Yeah. And and you are runner five and everybody is runner five. So we are all really runner five, right? Yeah. And what about you, Regina? What have you got? I picked a a one that's personal to me too, um, because it's one of my favorite uh, female heroes that we've talked about. (gasps) Oh, I've never seen that one. You haven't seen this? Oh, I guess I didn't take no. it to PAX last year. So um, it's I Heart Buffy. And oh, the heart has a stake awesome. through the middle of it. And it also has all this, you know, cool design yeah, on detail. it. Yeah. And it's just always been one of my favorite t-shirts. I love wearing it at cons because it's a good conversation piece. People will start talking to you either if they're Buffy fans or not Buffy fans, you'll, you'll hear about it when you have a Buffy t-shirt on, especially one that has that big heart with a stake through it. Uh, yeah. really get some great attention. So, uh, that is, that's my, one of my favorite geeky t-shirts. I debated several as well. I have, I have a couple others I thought about. We might need to revisit this. This yeah. is our geeky topic. We'll have to pick a different, uh, theme maybe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we've got the, the got the number one out of the way. Yes, exactly. So I picked our favorites. Um, and we'd love to hear from our listeners, too, and our, or our, our viewers. If you guys would like to uh, show us your favorite geeky t-shirts, we'd love to see them. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about um, the end of the TV uh season essentially right because it's may so we're coming to the end of uh the current year seasons and we've got some seasons wrapping up of some of our favorite shows one of at least i think mine and Rhonda's favorite show ended this season um and then we have some cancellations coming up and some new shows for the fall to look forward to so we're going to talk about that whole kind of tv grab bag today yeah, and I actually I put one on the list that the um, finale is actually tonight, 
which I did not realize. Yes, I I thought that last week was the finale. Yeah, I looked it up and I was like, wait, there's one more show. Yeah, I I ran across it by accident today and I was like, what? Um, (laughs) We're talking about the Big Bang Theory, actually. Yes. Um, And I actually thought it was kind of weak for a finale. So I'm kind (laughs) of (laughs) glad. You're like, this is where you're leaving us? What's with that? Yeah, and I think it's because... um, because Leonard proposed to Penny or Penny proposed to Leonard has gone back and forth. Right. That's a whole lot of times that's a finale. Right. So, um, so I thought it was the finale, but I hadn't even looked to see a preview of what tonight's going to be about. So I think, cause I read, I read the description cause when, cause I, I had to look it up cause I wasn't sure if it had been the finale or not. And I looked it up and I read something about, it's essentially Sheldon dealing with the decisions that are being made. Okay. Because there's well, change. Because essentially yes. what that episode set us up for is a lot of change to come. And we know how Sheldon does with change. Just Sheldon doesn't do change. <laughs> wow. So we, so we may have to re- revisit that later. But yeah. Yeah. I know the one that you really, really have been wanting to talk to me about because it took me so long to see the finale was... How I Met Your Mother. Yes. So what did you think? You know, I was really conflicted. What did you think? I liked it. I, I, I know I'm in the minority with that. I know a lot of people were really kind of up in arms. And, you know, I guess I should have put this earlier, but there were, we will be spoiling, you know, some episodes here. Um, sorry if you didn't know what happened on the last episode of Big Bang Theory. Um, but, yeah, so in the end, we, you know, essentially in the, the last show of How I Met Your Mother, we find out that the mother that we've been waiting is it eight or nine seasons to meet? Mm-hmm. Uh, dies at the end, right? Yes. And and that he's really telling this story because he wants to his kids to give him the approval to get back together with Robin. Yes. So it made sense to me as a story mm-hmm. uh, that he would have spent so much time telling a story about how he met the mom when he was really talking about Robin. So. Yeah. I think it was a win-win. Yeah. Because nobody was going to be happy. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a good observation, actually. Yeah. The, um, they, they brought in the hints constantly of this mm-hmm. other woman right. that was never in any of these stories. Right. And so you had to reveal that. Right. Right. They had to. And then they did. It. But then you did. The, I thought they did a good job of. Mm-hmm bringing her into the fold. I agree. But not seven years worth. Right, right. Um, she fit really well. I think they did a great job with that. They did a great job writing her into a, mm-hmm. a very established group of characters, which is a feat in and of itself. And and wow. that was great. I have other issues with the whole, with the whole last season of How I Met Your Mother, um, mostly that they spent the whole time at that inn and, and not at mm. the bar, which was kind of my, my analogy for that. It was like trying to see the show finale of Cheers take place when they all like went away <laughs> on a weekend together. It's yeah. like that whole show took place in the bar. You don't take it from the bar and put it in an inn in the last season, you know? Yeah. So I, I didn't really appreciate that as much, but I really loved the writing around the mother. I thought they did an excellent job with it. And there were some, yep. like the 100th episode, I like... Or 200, maybe, I don't know. I think maybe it was 200. The one where they first introduced the mom, I was, mm-hmm. I got all tear, kinds of teary-eyed on that one. Like, all kinds. Yeah, they did They did a great job. And yeah. I, but I think 
to me, it it made more sense because um, because uh, I'm going blank. Ted spent so much time obsessing about Robin. Right. Number one. Number two. Robin and Barney. Barney and anyone was never going to work. Right. Ever. And so the way all of that played out, actually, it made sense mm-hmm. without deviating from, the I feel character. like, the, the entire nature of the show. Right, right. Um, the lightheartedness and the friendships and all of that. It, it, right. it was a tough one. Mm-hmm. It was tough, but I think they did a good job. I it thought was they well did, crafted. too. I loved the Barney finale, the um, falling in love with his daughter and, and becoming a dad. Yeah. I mean, that was just some of the most touching TV I think I've seen. Uh, there, that was the only thing that was going to ever affect his life. Yeah, yeah. The only way he was ever really going to change was if that happened. Mm-hmm. And he was so steadfastly against it. It's kind of nice that it, that's how the story ended for him. Because we yeah. really needed to see a transformation. I, I enjoyed Barney's character, but he did get stale after a while. <laughs> he's, a little, yeah. he's a little Sheldon-like in that you know, um, lack of depth in the character. Mm-hmm. And so I was glad to see him kind of go through a transformation and a change. So, well, I don't think that we've got, um, too many. Do you have any other season finales that you want to, um, uh, bring up? No, I'm, I'm behind. I want to talk about eventually about, um, once upon a time, because apparently the ending was okay. really fantastic, but I haven't seen oh. it yet. So I haven't, I can't actually talk about it. I'm about three episodes behind on that show. So no spoilers from you listeners. Yeah, I saw a headline somewhere that did not indicate that it was super fantastic. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I'll, we'll have to revisit it. But um, the only one I want to mention is uh, Last Man Standing. And the main reason I want to mention it is because it got renewed and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thrilled um, because if nobody's tuning in to Last Man Standing, um, th- th- it is an extremely well-written show. And this time around, if you're f- uh, familiar with uh, Tim Allen w- with his Toolman show, where he had three sons, with this one, he has three daughters. And they bring up uh, women's issues a lot. Hmm. And he sort of has... In a way, he, he doesn't have a misogynistic viewpoint. He It's sort of like he continues to not understand the girly girl thing, and he's very, very macho, and he's got a tomboy for a daughter. But at the same time, they teach him a lot. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of pull and tug in, in the show. And in this last episode... Um, his youngest daughter is an ROTC. It's the daughter he identifies with the most because she does sports, she does hunting and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And she's an ROTC and she's going to go to the prom with an ROTC boy. And he it has ordered her or basically told her to wear a dress, not her dress uniform. Mm. And it really makes her angry. She's like, I have a dress uniform. I'm in ROTC. He's wearing his. Why can't I wear mine? Right, right. Why is there a double standard here? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, it. I think that the way that they had it turn out was was really empowering for her. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of theme that I'm constantly happy that, that keeps coming up on the show. They they also are, to me are very even. Um, it's one of the few shows where you see multiple sides being discussed. The only complaint I have about the show is um, I, I don't think the mother 
as a female character is treated very well. She's mm-hmm. extremely shadow, shallow and um, not as a personality, but the character's very shallow and, and doesn't get enough credit and respect. Um, the daughters do, though. But I was impressed. I'm glad it got renewed. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, we talked about an episode of that show a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly. It was about an architect or a designer of some kind, female designer. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about that before. And I started watching it on your recommendation, although I didn't keep up the thread and I didn't keep up with this season. So hopefully I'll get a chance to catch up on it on Netflix or something like that. So, yeah, yeah it's it's interesting. I mean, it's yeah. it's charged. Right. I, can, I can say that it's 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 charged with uh, hot topics. Yeah. <laughs> So we have some cancellations to talk about, right? Some shows that are not coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought maybe we could just run through these and then just hit the uh, hit the highlights of the ones that were like, what? what? Or thank God or whatever, you know. Right, yeah. There's there's a couple that I'm, I'm not sorry to see go. <laughs> um, <laughs> one that I watched because you were like, you should check this out. Um, because it was horrible. Yeah, anyway. Um, okay, so ABC has the assets. It's canceled. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Back in the game. Yeah, that was unfortunate. I, th- I think they had some good actors, and um, James Caan is one of my all-time favorites, um, and the uh, female actress from Psych, mm-hmm. but I just don't think that the network was invested in it. Mm, yeah, well, if they don't put the money in the writing, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, Betrayal. I started watching Betrayal when it when it launched, but I only got maybe three episodes in, and I just got bored with the whole melodrama of it. So, not sorry to see that one go. Uh, Killer Women. I never got into it. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. Had to say, uh, Lucky Seven. I don't know. Now Mind Games. I watched that. I'm very sad that they got that, rid of that, it, that, that and that's another bad. one I feel like that they didn't invest in. Yeah, uh, that's the one with um, Steve Zahn. Is that right? I don't uh, know. I know the listeners will correct me. <laughs> and uh, Christian Slater. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Very, very smart show. And right. um, I think it was well written. It, it was very complex. And I like seeing a show about a character that was bipolar. Mm, yeah. That's um, and having to deal with that. Yeah. And I just, I, I, I got the feeling the network wasn't behind it. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry to see it go. Yeah, that's too bad. Um mixology oh yeah the neighbors i i was sorry to see it go it was very smartly written they 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 constantly um got rid of the uh of the uh curtain Mm -hmm. they were always talking to the audience and in Uh, fact during the last season i think they were already knowing they were getting hints they were getting canceled and so more often than not in either their opening credits or in uh, their final scenes, they would say, well, hopefully we'll be back next week for 30 more minutes. <laughs> that was hilarious. So they were playing off that. That's kind of cool. I, I like it that. It was funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to see it go. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. I, you know, I'm actually kind of a, a little peeved with this because I didn't realize until maybe two weeks ago that it was a separate show. Oh. That people were tweeting about it. I thought it was a game, and I, it was on my list of things to go back to and check out because I thought it was a game that linked with Once Upon a Time. But uh-huh. I didn't know it was a separate show. 
And so I kind of think they did themselves a disservice if, you know, I completely missed the fact that it was another show. Um, And I'm sure that that probably had, you know, I'm probably not the only person that had a similar experience of that with the same, the same basic title. So confusion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, What about Suburgatory? It was time for it to go. They, they gave up on it. I think they, the writing, they destroyed themselves. I think they were trying to tank it. The last episode that I saw, um, the lead character lost absolutely all of her charm and I never wanted to see it again. Oh, wow. I, so. I've, I kept up with about half of the season. Um, I was upset because one of the reasons why I started watching it was because Alan Tudyk was in it. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't in like the first, I don't yep. know. Oh, they brought him back, but they brought him back too late. Yeah, it was just, yeah, he was gone. And so I was like, well, there's, you know, I like Jeremy Sisto, too. Um, You know, he was on um, uh, Six Feet Under, and I loved his character in that. Uh, So I was kind of sad to see that go for him, but. Yeah, they messed it up. I I don't know why that they they screwed it all up, but they did. Well, sometimes that just happens, I guess. Uh, Super Fun Night. Um, I didn't really watch it. I, I just don't think it was a network television show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, the, the the actress is, um, she's a great comedian, but I have a feeling she should be on cable. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's too restrained on network TV. On network, yeah. Interesting. And what about Trophy Wife? Um, there wasn't much there to to, to latch on to, but there are a couple of actors in that show that, really really deserve a hit series they're just they're exceptional actors um and i meant to look the guy's name up and i'm sorry that i didn't he was he did um uh it wasn't sunset boulevard but um he's done several series and he's brilliant Hmm. and i was i was sorry actually to see him in trophy wife because he's better than trophy wife so yeah and so those are the cancellations for abc yeah, um, CBS cancellations, uh, Bad Teacher. Yeah, I didn't watch no, that one. No, no surprise. Yeah. Um, the Crazy Ones. That was the one with um, Robin Williams and Robin Williams and Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Gellar. Gellar. Yeah, I wanted to watch it, but it wasn't available on any streaming, so. Yeah, it was Sorry, good. CBS. You tend to um, do that to your shows. <laughs> I, I don't think they should have canceled it. I think it's a big mistake on their part. To cancel the Crazy Ones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they they had their stride. The, it was obvious the the cast had uh, chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. That's too bad. Um, Friends with Better Lives, very short life. Yeah, I very mean. short life. <laughs> um, hostages. I, I mean, how long is a show going to be on the air where a family is a hostage? <laughs> Well, each uh, season you can have a different family taken on, taken hostage. I guess oh, it didn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> intelligence, um, not surprised. I'm trying to remember um, what intelligence was. Is that um, who was in that? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, it was the um, the uh, bad boy Sawyer from Lost. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was one that I meant to watch that I never got around to watching. It it had some good actors too. in it as well, but uh-huh. I just don't think that the um, they didn't promote it enough, and it was it was somewhat uh, somewhat sci-fi, but um, I think he had some weak characters around him, and just just not just enough going work. for it. Yeah, uh, we are men. The only reason I'm glad 
I'm sad that's gone is because uh, Tony Shalhoub was in it, and oh. Tony Shalhoub is brilliant. Yeah. Um, but um, that that show was the rest of the cast. I think was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was a good idea. It was a good yeah. idea for the show. Yeah. Well, uh, NBC cancellations are Believe, which I don't know anything about either. Crisis. Wait, it's that it's that little girl with supernatural. Oh, okay, abilities. right. I've seen the commercials for it. Crisis. No idea. Community. Uh, a lot of people upset about that. But. Yeah, that was one of those shows that I I've watched here and there, and I've always really enjoyed it when I did watch it, um, so I'm kind of sorry. Wasn't it on Life Support once or twice anyway, though? Yeah, this is about, it, it had been threatened to be canceled, I think, last year as well, so. Yeah. Um, Dracula. I watched the first episode, and I was like, seriously, you haven't got anything new to do about <laughs> Dracula. You're Growing- promoting yeah. a show about Dracula with all the same tropes yeah, forever and ever and ever in the last 200 years. Yeah, well, vampires are hot, so they try to capitalize on them while they can. Although, I guess vampires are probably on the on the way out, maybe. We'll see. Maybe this is an indication of that. Uh, growing up, Fisher? Big mistake. That was smart, funny. Um, lead actor was fantastic. Had a great couple of kid actors in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one could have been a really long haul for NBC for a, a new f- form of family. Fisher is the is the family name mm-hmm. and the dad is blind. Mm. And he it's his story. Uh, it's a story of him and his family and raising his two kids. And he's a lawyer. Mm. Cool. Oh, that's, that was too bad. that's too bad. Uh, Ironside. Yeah, I think they showed a couple of episodes and then Took it off. And then took it off, yeah. The Michael J. Fox show was just painful to watch. It wasn't very good. Yeah, I saw some previews for it, and I was like, I, I, no, sorry. That's just sad. It, it had, I think we mentioned it before, it had way too many characters. I mean, every to keep time track of, yeah. Michael J. Fox went on the screen, there were some more people showing up, and yeah. I was like, you know, I don't think he needs that many people around. Right, yeah. yeah a little too, too, too much, much to hold distraction. Together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Revolution? No, nah, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch that either. Sean Saves the World? Really bad. Yeah. Bad writing. Very yeah. bad writing. And Welcome to the Family? It was horrible. Yeah. It was. Did you see any of it? No. It, it was... I couldn't even believe that I mean, I saw the trailer and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Someone is putting money into this and putting on. T- oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was offensive. It, every, it, everything. It, it hit everything bad. <laughs> everything. Um, okay. Quickly, Fox. Surprise, surprise. Dad's canceled. Awful show. Really Just horrible. Horrible. The, the worst part about that show for me is that I watched it on Hulu. And so now it's in my list of shows you watch. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't watch that. There's no way to like edit it out because I watched a couple of episodes just to see how bad it was. And I can't get it out of my shows you watch list. Can you not rate it? Um, I didn't rate it. Yeah, you should rate it like a zero or maybe something. Maybe I should. Yeah, if I go in and do that, maybe I'll get rid of it. Because I'm like, go away. I don't even want to be reminded that you were on TV. No, that was a wasted time on this. Yeah. Um, in the listed... Um, it was it was funny. Had some some great actors on it, but um, I, I'm not quite sure why it fell apart. Yeah. It was it was it was it was on um, very skinny legs anyway, right? Because it was just a kind of uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, Raising Hope, 
Sad, sad. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I think uh, that's one I feel like the network stopped getting behind. Mm-hmm. Um, because I still think it had some life in it. The, the, boy, those those actors were just brilliant. Um, they're funny and personable and likable, and the writing was great. And just sad to see it go, but they yeah. they went out with a bang. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Um, Rake. Did you see any of it? No. It was horrible. Uh, Surviving Jack. Um, sorry, that one's gone. It's another one that I think was going to be, have some real legs to it. It's really funny. Um, the main police guy from um, Law & Order SVU. Okay. Dark hair, uh, real dark hair, big guy. He um, he goes from, from uh, Law & Order to a comedy mm. and I thought it was hilarious it was great he plays this super duper macho guy that's a dad raising a boy and a girl and his wife is this little bitty tiny little thing and she's just a spitfire and uh it's a balance between the two of them and how he raises his kid I thought it was yeah, funny cool sorry well, to that's see too again. bad that's too bad and the x-factor and as far as I'm concerned, the more reality shows you get rid of, the better. Yeah, I've enjoyed The X Factor. I watch, actually watched the last season of it all the way through um, as a guilty pleasure. Uh, I tend to watch these reality shows when I'm um, grading papers sometimes. <laughs> I can see how that would help, actually. Gives a little perspective sometimes. A little. Well, what's great about it is that there's so much filler in in um, reality wow. shows. You know, all you really watch the X Factor for is to see people sing, um, mm-hmm. but they have all this other stuff and these like embedded commercials. Uh, you know, for makeup and hair products and all this stuff that you know <laughs> that they do. And so I could just kind of tune out when those were on and just watch when it was the stuff I actually wanted to see when they were singing. So it yeah. did. It did at least have you know that. But, um, so, but, uh, you know, I'm not really sorry to see it go because I could always check out The Voice or, you know, a hundred other shows. Yeah. Of similar. So. so now we've got, um, the, just this week, in the past two or three days, in fact, today, CBS just put out some of their new shows. Some of their new shows. Mm-hmm. Because um, I was looking at them yesterday and they had nothing, not a peep. And then all of a sudden today, um, a few pop their heads up, but there's mm-hmm. some new shows coming. Yeah, uh, so ABC has quite a few here. Um, Agent Carter is a sci-fi show. Yeah, Agent Carter from Captain America. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, Marvel's Agent Carter. That's the most exciting one that everybody's talking about. Awesome. Um, and it has the same actress. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, actress. I forgot your name, but Lying nobody else name. will. <laughs> she's beautiful she's wonderful and uh it'll be set in the 1940s nice oh that'll be interesting yep uh it's nice to see marvel getting so much traffic right now yeah yeah and that's part of the reason why i i always go through to see what the balance is between kind of sci-fi fantasy shows versus your traditional you know yeah cop and medical shows i like right. to see the things that people are used to seeing yeah uh, American Crime. Uh, it's a crime thriller, and that's where our um, Timothy Hutton went from Leverage. Oh, okay. 
I love yeah, so he's going Hyde. to a very serious drama. Very interesting. serious. Interesting to go from from leverage to that. That'll be interesting yeah. to see. I'm sure he can carry it off. Oh, yeah. uh, a reality show bet on your baby. Just, just keep moving. <laughs> People bring their babies on a reality show. Oh, to try to win money. Hmm. To what? To win money. Uh, medical show black box. Um, that is um, a female version of House. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Bones as well. No, um, the, the, because the, the doctor, doctor, but yeah, the, yeah, the doctor is um, highly dysfunctional and um, brilliant. Interesting. Uh, I, th- I think that Bones is um, a more likable character. These people, I think, are supposed to be like bad people on the opposite side of their oh, profession. So that antihero of some sort. Yeah. 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 Um, blackish, a comedy. Yeah, um, this is going to be interesting. Um, it is about a very successful suburban black family, mm. and it looks like to me. Now, this is just just the caption. It looks like to me it's a family that is extremely successful, extremely modern, and the father gets it in his head. Uh, from some teasing that they are not black anymore. Oh, okay. So they're not black enough. They don't listen to the right music. They don't say the right things. They don't talk the right way. They don't watch the right TV shows. It will be interesting. If this is written well, it could be hilarious and groundbreaking. If it's written badly, it will have one episode <laughs> because it's it it teeters the premise on itself. it teeters on you know black people should act like white people, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's what it's about. I think yeah. they're smarter than that, and so I'm re- I'm I'm really thinking this is one of those that you have to watch it to get it. Yeah, it it sounds a little like a, a send up of the Cosby Show, like mm. taking that basic premise. And, and kind yeah. of twisting it around a little bit. So, yeah, because the dad seems to be the only one who, who is having an identity crisis. Mm. Mm. So it'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Christella. Christella. Uh, it's a uh, comedy. Uh, it is a, um, I don't want to say this wrong, because I read an article recently about uh, a Hispanic it's a Hispanic family. It's a Hispanic comedy um, about a Hispanic family. Uh, I want to be careful. Latino is not the same as Hispanic. Got to be careful about mixing those. It's a Hispanic family. Sorry. Yeah, they're different. Anyway. Definitely different yeah. definitions. Yeah. And I think that historically, um, whether it's Latino or Hispanic, those shows never do well. And I was thinking when this one came up, I was trying to come up with a theory and I'm thinking partly it's because they, I'm wondering if because they don't do it like the Cosby show. Oh, the show is not about being black. It's about being a modern family. Hmm. The Hispanic shows tend to be about being Mexican or being Spanish or being Latino or what, you know. So focus more on the cultural aspect rather than the drama. I think you just are your culture. If 
you have a Hispanic household and you have Hispanic traditions, you just do those. I don't think you have to say, well, because I am a Latino, then I am going to do this. It's like, and that's my bad. It was a really bad French accent. <laughs> oh, that was Italian. It was really bad. It was. Oh, because it sounded a little like Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> So we'll see. But to me, it looks like a show about being Hispanic. And I, right. I, I, I think that's missing the, the point. Yeah. Uh, forever uh, could be interesting. It's um, uh, a doctor. I don't know what his doctorate is in. I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily biology. It could be criminology or whatever. But he is immortal, and he doesn't know why. Oh, and it they go he, they go around solving crimes with the police officer while he's trying to figure out why he's immortal. Right. Interesting. Uh, fresh off the boat. It's then. Yeah, I read the description of this one mm-hmm. and didn't like it. And then I watched the um, preview. This is hilarious. Okay. Um, the lead female, Constance Wu, mm-hmm. hysterical. She has amazing comic timing. I'm I'm very, very excited about watching this because the they they just seem fresh, and um, she's she's a breath of fresh air. I'm excited. Cool. Uh, Galavant, a fantasy genre. Yeah. <laughs> this is either going to so be... It's, it's going to be a musical. Yeah, this is either going to be uh, really, really big, or it's going to fall or flat it's on its bomb. face. Yeah, it, it's, from its description, it reads like uh, Once Upon a Time Meets Glee. Yes, very so, good. Yeah, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see if that works. Uh, how to Get Away with Murder? It, it's a crime drama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can I can give her I can take or leave those most of the time. Yeah. Uh, Manhattan Love Story. Um, it's just a, a romantic comedy, except the audience gets to hear the male and female characters who are dating gets to hear all of their thoughts while they're dating. They talk out loud. I don't know. That could be problematic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another reality show, Rising Star. Yeah, it's a singing show. Uh huh. Probably Audience takes the place of a uh, X Factor. I guess. <laughs> uh, secrets and lies. Uh, crime drama. Uh, murder happens in a small town, and then all their secrets are revealed. Oh, of course. It's a very uninteresting Twin Peaks. Oh. All right. Uh, selfie. This is one that I'm interested in seeing um, and looking at. Um. Because it's sort of doing a send-up of uh, social media. Yeah, and I watched the trailer, and I was very, very interested in it. But everything I've seen online since it came out is how awful it is, how misogynistic it is. It's sexist. And I, I was like, this is hilarious. What's hmm. the problem? And it's got it's got um, Karen Gillian in it, um, straight from Doctor Who. Mm. So... I'm not sure what everybody's problem is. I, I might go back and read the articles, but I'd rather just kind of let the show stand for itself. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. Um, the Astronaut Wives Club. This is going to be a one-time 10-episode series based off the um, actual accounts of wives of astronauts. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, and The Whispers, sci-fi Aliens have invaded Earth. 
Yeah, it's it's going to be a sci-fi thriller. The aliens are talking to to only children. Oh. Yeah, it's really creepy. That'll be creepy, and I probably won't watch it. <laughs> um, CBS, finally, they came out with a short listing, and they are heavy on the crime dramas. Um, they I, This one I did not hear about. Uh, I didn't know. CSI Cyber. And this is all about uh, crimes on the dark web. Have you ever heard that term before? I have not. No, me either. Okay. I think they made it up. Probably. Um, now but, it'll become a thing, though, because they made it up. Yeah, but I cannot wait to see um, lab geeks carrying guns and wrestling criminals to the ground mm-hmm. uh, like CSI people do not do. They are not police. <laughs> But they send, tend to do an awful lot of police work. Yeah. Um, Madam Secretary is a drama about a woman who's Secretary of State. Um, the McCarthy's um, potentially could be funny, but I, I'm a, I'm afraid that they're kind of taking the wrong spin on it. The McCarthy's are a Boston-based family, very very tight family, very sports-oriented to any team coming out of Boston. And they have one, um, I think he's supposed to be the younger son, I'm not sure, who's gay, who does not care anything about sports and uh, kind of makes it, the rest of his family look um, Neanderthal in mm-hmm. some ways. And I, I just think the stereotypes are a little uh, unfair. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the, 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 the gay guy has to not be into sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, well, tropes, anyway. you know, stereotypes, like you said, they had good comic timing. I um, mean, it could it could be the, you know, the yeah. next yeah. Archie Bunker. Who knows? Yeah. Um, NCIS New Orleans. Um, the only reason is Scott Bakula. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he's always worth a look, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpion is a um, it's a crime drama, and it's all about geeks. They're all super geniuses in their own fields, and they have been in trouble a lot for their geekiness, hacking and stealing and, and whatnot, uh, when Homeland Security gets hold of them and wants them to help them solve crimes. And uh, Patrick Stewart... That's one of the... Patrick Stewart, right, from um, Terminator 2? Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart is from Next Generation. No, not him. Captain Picard. Uh, Robert Patrick, you're thinking of. Thank you. Thank you. I knew that hey, was Yeah, I knew somebody for once. Robert you're usually Patrick. the one who knows all the names of people. Um, very excited, because <laughs> I think Robert Patrick is awesome, and I like to see him in something. Yeah. So we'll see how much he's got. And yeah. Stalker looks interesting. It's a crime drama about a very special, uh, specialized team that deals in finding stalkers. Hmm. And that includes individuals as well as celebrity and politician stalkers and stuff. So cool. Uh, well, let's uh, for our last couple of uh, for the last couple of networks, let's just go through the um, the science fiction and um, ones that oh, we might be a little bit more interested in instead of all of them. Um, looks like we have a prequel, um, called Gotham. Yep. I bet you're looking forward to that. Maybe. I am actually, I, I like the idea of telling the story of, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. 
before he was commissioner. I like that. That'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see his backstory. Um, Grace Point with David Tennant. Yeah, that's supposed to be an extremely good crime show. Okay, okay. It's based off of a BBC version that was done. Cool. And we have Hieroglyph, which uh, you have described as Game of Thrones for network TV. Yeah, yeah. There's apparently a lot of sex, a lot of killing, and a lot of fighting. But not Uh, as many boobs as you see in uh, Game of Thrones on HBO. Or network television. Yeah. (laughs) But it's set in ancient Egypt. Yeah. Uh, It looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what about Wayward Pines? Um, this is very interesting. Uh, it's a very creepy kind of thriller. Uh, Matt Dillon is a uh, special agent, FBI special mm-hmm. agent, and um, ha- he's in a car accident, and he ends up in Wayward Pines, where he's supposed to be looking for some other agents who have disappeared, and the townspeople are just really, really creepy. Hmm. And everybody keeps telling him, you don't want to leave. You'll love it here. This place is perfect. And he does finally apparently run across one of the agents that's missing. And she manages to get him a message and says, everyone is listening and everyone is watching. You can't leave. Oh, interesting. So there you are. And it's, yeah. in, it's, it's being done by M. Night Shyamalan. Well, that, that has potential then. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Um, so those were from Fox. Uh, what do we have for NBC sci-fi? And NBC um, has got Constant Constantine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because when I, I've seen the movie and the trailer is not much like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is almost to me like uh, Constantine is a Doctor Who character mm. because I couldn't tell whether the show was trying to play him serious or trying to play him charming. Mm-hmm. It was a little confusing, so that could go either way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Emerald City is NBC's Once Upon a Time. Um, a girl is trying to find her birth parents and drives into a tornado and ends up in Oz. Um, but it sounds like she's going to be in a battle of kingdoms or something. It's interesting because I was wondering how long it would take the other networks to kind of jump on that fantasy bandwagon once they saw how successful Once Upon a Time was, Uh, especially in the retelling of fairy tales and sort of taking old material and making it new again. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised it took this long for somebody else to pick up the – that concept and to go with it. Well, I mean, there's Grimm and um, right, there's, Sleepy yeah. Hollow. Yeah, yeah. So but Sleepy Hollow renewed. Sleepy Hollow coming back. I didn't end up watching it, so I watched like the first couple of episodes. And I didn't, didn't see it in the list. Yeah, so I, I know Agents of Shield was renewed, so that was right. Uh, that was big. Uh, it and... Should be right here. And who were who was who were they with? I can't remember. I think it's ABC, but I'm not sure off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm not seeing it here. So, oh yeah, it did. It got renewed. Okay. Okay. Then Fox about that. Fox. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Very. Very. Okay. Well, um, maybe they're getting their legs. I mean, Grimm did the same thing. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. Well, I, you guys, let us know what you've been looking forward to. Any new shows? I'm sure there are more that's going to be coming out. Um, let us know which ones you were sad got canceled. Yeah. And the ones that you you. Uh, what I'd really like to hear is which ones did not get canceled that you're like, what the 
<laughs> why is it They're still making on? more of this i'm actually exactly. kind of feeling that way um i don't think that revenge was canceled but i'm, I'm going to be curious to see how it's continuing on because <laughs> it's a long time to be seeking revenge against a small group of people <laughs> yeah just like under the dome i couldn't believe under the dome was coming back and yeah i'm i'm just like uh, i don't get this so. yeah yeah so we'll anyway see. well Thanks for listening, and be sure and let us know what you wish had gotten canceled. <laughs> You've been listening to Game On Girl. You can find all our social media connections on our website, GameOnGirl.com. I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. You can find me on Tumblr, Instagram, or email me, Rhonda, at GameOnGirl.com. And I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz, with two Zs, as I'm known in various sundry places around the internet. Um, just really quickly, uh, Rhonda, what was your beverage for this evening? Um, I'm having a sea breeze in my gulp cup. Nice. I like your cup. Um, I have been drinking Elysian Avatar Jasmine IPA, which I mm. must say is absolutely delicious. If you haven't tried it, please do. It had a beautiful color. And a be- yeah, beautiful color and a beautiful label. I mean, I love uh-huh. I love the artwork on these. So. Lovely. Yeah. So And any anybody if if uh Bacardi would like to sponsor us. <laughs> we won't turn you away. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. A Game on Girl is available on iTunes and Stitcher streaming. These links, along with references made in the show, can be found on our website, gameongirl.com. Uh, this podcast is edited by Ryan Broom, both the video and audio portions of our show uh, from Desert Tree Media. And the theme song, Good Day, by Triple Fox, is used under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, game on! Game on!